Okay. Hello, Angie. Thank you for joining us today. Um, this is Joy Foster, and I'm the founder of Tech Pixies, and we are doing a series of interviews with our current students and alumni, and you're one that everyone wants to hear from. So thank you for joining me today, and let's just start by telling, uh, why don't you tell me your story? Tell me how you found yourself at Tech Pixies and uh, what, what impact it's had on you. Oh, wow. Um, so I had a career in marketing before I had children. Uh, had quite a good job for ICI, no longer exists. Um, so I was the European product manager for Perspex. And, and then I had three children and left work and had quite a long career break, raising a family, um, did a lot of voluntary work. And every single voluntary job I did, people said, oh, you should go into business. You should, you know, you should be doing more than just doing volunteering. So as the children grew up, I thought, well, I need to just upskill because I've, I've been left behind because uh, when I left work, everything was kind of analog marketing. <laughs> you know, the internet had just started. In fact, I even go remember the days of the um, PR lady saying, I'm not sure about this whole internet thing. I don't know if it's going to take off. I love that. <laughs> There's no targeting. It's just random, you know, random putting stuff out there um, because it's actually not been around that long, has it? The, inter the internet? No, you know, <laughs> no it hasn't, you're right. <laughs> it's not that long. And so I, I got my first email when I was like 18. Yeah, <laughs> it's time to uh, just upskill. So I was looking around online and, and uh, chatting in a few groups and the name Tech Pixies came up. So um, I thought, well, that actually would fit in with my marketing background. And it sounds like just the thing I want to do. Because it was on social media anyway, but only as personal you know, just with friends and not doing it as a business. Um, so, and that's how it came about, really. Well, that's amazing. So you were in a group and you heard about it and then you've joined us and I love your background. Um, and it, and it, so you, you have a, a pretty strong background in marketing already before you came to the course. So uh, what, what did the course do for you? How did it impact your life? Uh, well, it made a massive difference, really. Um, I think it, it's confidence, isn't it? I think if you've been out of the workplace for a long time, you start to think that you've, you're a bit left behind and everyone else know, is keeping up to date with all the latest information. And um, because you're volunteering, you, you kind of feel probably less uh, validated, maybe. And so in a way, doing, doing a course that's certified and CPD certified uh, tells people that actually you are you do know what you're doing and you are qualified rather than just saying you are and a lot of people don't realize how involved social media is i mean i didn't realize the how in-depth it was um with the algorithm and things that work and things that don't work and a, a lot of people on it particularly my children my eldest said to me why are you going on a course to learn social media i could teach you all that that's an interesting perspective. And what do you think about that? <laughs> well, she just sees it from her point of view on Instagram. It's easy. You just post and you like and you, and you comment. That's all you do. And she doesn't understand how to do it properly or how to increase your reach or why things don't work or why things do work. Or the strategy that you would in put in place to either drive traffic to a website or sell a product. I mean, the, I think that's the thing. The young people, they know how to use it actually use it which is amazing but they don't know the next step of you know how you translate that into 
money or yeah. into a following an engaged following etc so yeah I mean why why certain things go for and why certain things don't and that's been really interesting actually looking at the analytics of posts that work really well and posts that haven't well let's talk about the fact that you've become a little bit of a cult hero in tech pixies <laughs> <laughs> now you were one of our very very well actually let's let's talk about this for a second because I've got to remember how this all came about we're you were on cohort 14, but did you sign up originally? Were you one of our platform pixies when we first launched the program? Yeah, I said I got yeah. yeah, right, when it was terrible. <laughs> no, it wasn't terrible, but it, you were more on your own. You just signed up online and you weren't really part of a group. And, um, so... We don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you but... had to be very self-motivated to actually complete it. But you actually did do the self-motivated one. You did the self-paced one. But then when the opportunity came up to join the group, you were like, I'm all in. I want to do the group. Yeah. And then you became this like big hero in the group because um, I just, it's so much fun. Because so you were on the very first group online cohort that we did, which is cohort 14. And it was a very small group. It was a very intimate group and a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun in that group. Yeah, um, but let's talk about, you know, what were some of the, things that started happening um, to you in terms of the social media management that you were doing that then made you kind of one of the heroes in the group? Like where, where do you think that that status came from? I have no idea. I have no idea why I'm a hero in the group. I haven't, honestly. Well, you um, answered a lot of questions for people, right? Oh, this is true. I like to be helpful. I actually think training's my thing. I think maybe I should go, mm. in, just go into training because I love being helpful and answering questions. No, I um, think I've clocked you for a future online social media coach for Tech Pixies because you are always helping everyone North, answering maybe. questions all the time. Um, I think it's because I was actually putting it into practice. So I started the course and I just happened to mention to my son's guitar teacher uh, that I was doing it. And he said, oh, I could really do with some help with my band's social media. You know, oh, wow. Okay. So your son's guitar teacher is in the band that you're promoting. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Tell me about that story. This is it's really his fun. band and he's the lead singer. So he's always been in a band. Um, uh, back in the day, he was in a I think it was called Roland. They supported Elton John at the O2. Oh my gosh. That is so <laughs> cool. Uh, touring with some quite famous people uh, anyway that band broke up and along the way he's done various different bands and the current ones called Fine Lines uh, started in 2016 um, wow. but he was just doing all the social media himself and teaching music and trying to organize the band and do everything and so he said I could do it some help so I said well I'll, I'll practice on you um, and that's been really really useful because I'd learn things and then I'd try them out on the band which he didn't mind at all. And certain things would really work. Um, and then I'd share all that information in the group. So maybe that's why. Maybe that is exactly why you became a hero. I love that. But what I love about that is that you were, you were learning stuff on the course and then you were applying it in real life. And then instead of keeping it to yourself, you came back and shared with everyone. And I yeah. think people really loved that and that resonated with them. Yeah. So, and you're I, still, I think, you're I still doing social media for fine lines. Sorry. You're still doing the social media for Fine Lines? I am, yes, yes. I'm still doing it, enjoying it. I've, they've grown a lot, actually. I've grown the following quite a lot on Twitter uh, and Facebook. I've got to focus on Instagram now. I've neglected Instagram a little bit. Well, let's talk about that growth. What's, what, has, what has the growth been in both of those? Um, on Facebook, when I started, there were about 480 uh, followers, and it's now over 800. 
Wow. Yeah, you've doubled they had, he, he was despairing about Twitter a little bit. They only had 200, 230 followers and it's now 1,060. Wow, that's um, interesting. It's about 65, 65% growth on Facebook and I don't know, 400% on Twitter. And did I see a couple of their shows are still selling out now as well? Yeah, yeah, their local shows sell out. There are northern bands, so the local shows do tend to sell out and they're having their first um, gig in London soon. And so. the 17th, right? Yeah, yeah. 17th of November. I'm going to, I'm trying so hard to make that because um, that would be really fun. I want to hear them and, uh, I'm live and I want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you coming to that one, by the way? Yes, I hope oh, so, good. yeah. <laughs> I would really go around like London you. dragging tech pixies there. Yeah, well, so that's the thing. If you're in London on the 17th of November and you're listening to this podcast or you're watching this on our Facebook page and you're watching it before the 17th, you know, we'll try and get this up before the 17th. Maybe Come this to the slaughtered lamb. Yeah, it's the slaughtered lamb. lamb. Yeah. And if you're watching it afterwards, you missed out, but make sure you go follow them so you know when their next concert yeah. is, right? We are fine lines, they are. Follow we are fine lines. But on everything? On everything. <gasps> yes. So that's that's and that, that's a little tip we'll give all of our listeners, um, of course, is that you know, when you're when you're um, setting up a social media account, you want to make sure it's the same username across all of the networks. Uh, make it really easy for people to find you. Because if it's mm. hard at all you miss out on massive amount of traffic. Um, so that's just wonderful. Well, um, and, and how has the course, obviously it's been a great experience for you. You've been able to build this portfolio up, which now makes you extremely employable um, because you've been able to double a following. You've been able to, you know, track that back to sales, et cetera. Um, what's uh, two things I want to know. I want to know what's What's, what have you got your eyes on next? Uh, and also uh, on a personal level, um, did, you know, beyond just learning social media, has the course impacted or changed the way that you view the world personally? Uh, and, and, you know, can you share some, some ex- thoughts on that? Oh, that's a big question. I know. Sorry. I just had to <laughs> drop that one in there. <laughs> Maybe talk about the future first. <laughs> the future. Okay. So my intent, well, I am setting up as a freelance social media manager. And it's interesting once you start putting yourself out there and telling people what you do, the amount of people that say, oh, I must have a chat with you. I need help with this. I need help with that. So for example, um, the person that runs the band's website, I've been talking to him about um, installing the Facebook pixel and various things like that, Google Analytics and things that need doing. And he just dropped in a comment, oh, uh, we must have a chat. He runs a digital marketing agency. We're looking at outsourcing some of our social media. It's very hard to find good social media managers. I'm doing a little happy dance for those of you who can't see me. It's like, this is one thing. I just got an email this week from someone who um, I respect a lot. And she said, you know, if I go onto LinkedIn and I say like, does anyone have a social media manager they can recommend? She's like, I'll get a whole bunch of them and it'll be rubbish. She's like, I just want one of your gals. <laughs> so and it's true. it's true. I think a lot of people are out there calling themselves that because they've been on it social and they think they can do it and they can't. So, and at least, you know, with a tech pixie what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is true. And we, we, you're getting a very positive person who works really hard. You know, I mean, honestly, we've, we've got a real, um, there's, everyone's got different backgrounds and everything, but there is definitely a type of person that comes through tech pixies and it's someone who loves 
um, to learn. Well, we talk about our values all the time, supportive, positive, authentic relationships with women who are keen to learn and want to be empowered. And that is a tech pixie. And so you, you know, they're, they're go-getters, they're self-starters, um, you know, just like you are. And I, I, that's what I love about it. It's so much fun for me. It's like hanging out with the coolest people in the world. I know. It's, it is a good, it's a really quality group, actually. Um, yeah. You know, everyone that I've come across in Tech Pixies has, has been um, really, I don't know, really enthusiastic and really uh, supportive. And, um, you know, I've been in, really impressed, actually. Well, oh. you've been you've been a big part of that, too, because yeah. you, you really do come in and help and everything. So let's talk about the personal side, if you want to. But just has has it had an impact at all on um, the way that you think or the way that you approach personal situations? Has your personal situation changed at all um, in a positive way? Um, yeah, I think it has had an impact, but it's hard to say at the moment because I'm just starting out. I probably can't quantify it, but uh, I would say it's probably given me the impetus to go out there and have the confidence to say, look, I'm qualified. I've studied with tech pixies. And although I haven't done 10 years of social media, um, I, I can prove um, that I, I've got the uh, experience now with what I've been doing with the band and I've got the certificate to, to show what I've learned with tech pixies. And you've got a good name for yourself, I think. Have you been doing any like other, like, um, you know, with smart goals and stuff, are, are there any like things that you set personally for yourself, um, like running wise or, because sometimes people do like the SMART goals carry on to other parts of their life. Does that relate to you at all? Uh, I've probably ignored the SMART goals a little bit. <laughs> okay, well, let's not talk about that. Okay, cool. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's well, fine. I, I wanted... have an idea, actually. I love food. I'm a real foodie. Um, and I'm okay. always eating out. I go to loads of restaurants and I'm always recommending restaurants to my friends. And one of them said, you should do a food blog. And I thought, actually, that's a great idea. So yeah. if I was going to set a new smart goal, it would be to set up a food blog. Okay. All right. Awesome. Set it now on video. Yeah. Well, um, and of course, I just told you we weren't actually going to have that part in there. So, so I guess put that bit out. <laughs> we're going to leave it in there. I'm looking forward to this food blog. It's coming. Awesome. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I think, um, yeah, I think that's that that would be you know, so with your cohort, which is cohort 14, um, you guys had the life coaching built into the kind of, you guys had the weekly um, Zoom calls, which we don't do anymore. We now just do life coaching group calls. Um, so you didn't have a dedicated life coach in the way that, that now the new cohorts do. Um, but the life coaching element of the course, did you, how did you find that? Did you enjoy that? Or had you done some life coaching before and have a pretty good knowledge of it? Um, no, I hadn't done life coaching before. So it was useful to, um, to make you think about your goals because you can't, there's a danger that you can just drift, can't you? And, and think I'm doing this, but not really know where you're going. So I think it, it was a useful way of uh, focusing where you might want to be yeah. in a year's time when you've completed it and, and having that aim in mind rather than just doing it and then carrying, carrying on drifting, as it were. Um, but uh, I've probably not gone back to it. I should have gone back to it and reviewed everything, and I haven't, I'll admit it. Well, you've got a whole year, so you can go back anytime you want and review yeah. it. Um, you know, it's interesting because for some people, the life coaching thing, the life coaching element is essential. It's actually some of the, it's some of the biggest part of the course. For other people, it's the actual skills. And for some people, it's a combination. So I'm always curious to find out when I talk to the tech pixies, 
which um, which one it is, you know? I think and it depends where you're at. I mean, I am I'm quite sorted, really, generally. I'm not one of those people that feels I need pushing. Um, so I think for some people, if they're really lacking confidence, it's, it's really, really useful. I think it would give people like that a real boost. Um, yeah, no, I think for sure. And I think, you know, um, I'm looking at your, your, the back of your, um, your background and it's all neat and tidy and orderly. <laughs> I think for us creative spirits, you should see the rest of the office around here. Um, and, you know, for us creative spirits, sometimes <clears throat> that life coaching is really helpful in just helping us get some focus, you know, for me, for sure. Um, I know that I, one of the reasons I incorporated the life coaching in it was because I, when, when I started working, I really struggled. Um, my, I took a couple of years off uh, when my kids were born. And when I started building my first business, it took a lot of time, but I was still doing all of the household stuff. And I, you know, Tim and I, my husband and I had to have some really uncomfortable conversations. Like <laughs> I can't do it all. And I, and I got lost a patch of hair on my head and I wasn't sleeping enough. And, you know, so we had to, he had to step up and do a lot more around the house. And, and that was really difficult for me. And I think one of the reasons I wanted to bring life coaching into the course was for women who might have been doing it all before in their houses. And then they're now suddenly starting to kind of claim back some time for themselves, you know, to really give them the confidence to be able to say to their partners, Hey, I want to contribute financially to the house. Um, and I can't do that and do all the household stuff at the same time. Mm -hmm. So we need to start sharing the burden. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a great it book. Takes actually. A while. Yeah. Do you have any tips, um, for any of our lovely listeners on how to have that conversation with your spouse or how to get the, you know, do you know, that is one of the most difficult things about being based at home. I think because you're not actually leaving the house and going to the office, people just assume that you're there to, to do all the work, run them around, do this, you're at home, just do this, just do that. So I think it's difficult. It takes a while. Um, and you just have to try and, and delegate or just not worry about it so much. So the, the house is a little bit messier and the fridge is a bit emptier and they've got to do a bit more ironing or the ironing pile just never goes. Or you get someone to come in and iron for you because you're now earning money. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's true. It's, that was the very first thing. And I've told this story before, but when I got my first paycheck, from Tech Pixies, which I hadn't had, it wasn't a lot, but I gave, I pretty much got someone to come in and help with the yeah. house. You know, that was the first thing I did. And, um, and I, and she's been with me since, since then. And, you know, and it's wonderful because, um, she's become a very good friend of mine and she's a, she's a mother of five and wow. a, wit, a widow. Um, so, you know, for, it's a, it's a mutual admiration club here where she's helping me um, but equally I'm helping her and, you know, we have a great relationship, but that, you know, and, and that was, that was my big, one of my goals when, you know, when we did the smart goals, literally when I was like, okay, when I got my first paycheck, I'm going to get someone to help around the house. Um, because, and it's just once a week, but it's like the best, the best mm -hmm. week, day of my week when I come in on Wednesdays and the house is just that bit shinier and cleaner. And that's what I'm going to do next year. Got it. There you go. You now you did say that on camera, so <laughs> you're gonna have to live up to that. But I agree. It's a, it is a, it is totally okay to say you know it doesn't have to be perfect all the time. And you know, um, in fact, Beth um, Kirk, who is one of our social media coaches, who's in cohort 17, she was doing a live yesterday, uh, and she was talking about 
done, you know, not perfect, you know, mm -hmm. just get it done. It doesn't, and she was just talking about posting on the Instagram, but you know, just get it done. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I think, um, mm -hmm. I think if we could all embrace that and take that pressure off of ourselves, uh, you know, of course my husband's gone the other end of this, uh, spectrum and has said like, Joy, come on, <laughs> it could be a bit more done, a bit nicer, a bit more perfectly. <laughs> but, you know, I think we, in our house, it's flipped a bit. And my husband is the one who, if he's in the house, he can't resist like tidying up and cleaning up and, you know, which I have no problem, you know, just leaving things, uh, and letting them go. But he, he likes to have a tidy house. So we're kind of, we're now well, navigating. Sounds like mine. My husband's very tidy. Yeah. yeah. He's doing well, a lot of tidying and sighing. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Just to ignore it. <laughs> just find some good podcasts, right? And then stick that on and tidy at the same time. Well, it's been a pleasure, 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 pleasure to interview you for our podcast. And thank you so, and our live cast. It will go, it's actually not live, but it will go up onto our um, feeds as well. And um, I just thank you for your time. Uh, and do you have any final thoughts or words for someone who might be thinking about joining the Tech Pixies program, uh, but is on the fence? Oh, go for it. Definitely. <laughs> you won't regret it. It is worth it. I think it is difficult because you don't know what you're getting into. So you, so you want um, to know more about it, don't you, before you actually make the leap. Um, but I don't think anybody would regret joining it. I think anybody that's just on the fence should just go for it. I love oh, it. I love that. I'm not, <laughs> that's so great. I'm just going to quote that. <laughs> just go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Ange <laughs> says. <laughs> what was that? Ange says, go for and, it. Yeah. Ange says, go for it. I love it. I love it. We'll get a picture of you. Like you're going to have to get a picture of like some kind of a go. Yeah, there we go. We got it. We captured it. There we go. Go, go for it. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Angie. Thank you.